Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Rivers of Living Water is here to turn our thirsty world into a Garden of Eden, freely pouring out the Word of God to our desolate world. Now, here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you on our program today. We thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about faith. This is one of the most important things that we'll be talking about because it's through faith that we get everything from the Lord. So we want to talk about faith, and along with faith comes faithfulness. So uh, what are we talking about when we're talking about faith? The truth of the matter is we all have faith. We have faith in something, in someone. And like, for example, if you're uh, walking outside, you realize that gravity is holding you in your place. And so you have faith in the natural laws, don't you? But uh, we can have faith in uh, the wrong thing. And if we do that, then we can have a bad situation in our life. But we we want to have the faith that will give us the very best life. So what what is that faith that will give us the best life? That's what we want to talk about this morning. There's a lot of things that people have faith in that are just based on someone's idea and you go out and try it and you find out that it doesn't work that's not the faith that I'm talking about today faith is not blind it isn't that we just some way think well this is going to work and I'm going to try it no faith is based upon reality if it's not based upon reality it it will not work for you. But I want to talk to you about a faith that will work. And so we're not talking about a faith, a blind faith, that just uh, kind of accepts everything that comes along and doesn't test it. The Bible talks about testing the spirits to see whether they're of God or not. And there are many things in the world that people have accepted by faith, uh, in doing so, they they don't necessarily see it, but they know that based on facts, past facts, present facts, based on those facts, that that faith is going to work. And we want a working faith. We don't want a faith that just sits around and says, yeah, I believe. I believe this, I believe that. No, we're talking about a faith that will transform your life, that will make you a different person, will take you through every day, regardless of what that day may bring to you. So we're talking about that kind of a faith today that will enable you to live the highest kind of life that you possibly can live. So what kind of a faith is this that's going to do that? It's one that's proved 
It's one that's been tested. It's one that has worked for others. And when you do it, it will work for you. And the thing is, it will do it every time. The Christian faith is based around the Lord Jesus Christ. We see Jesus when he walked upon the earth, and there's history of that in our Bibles and also in secular history, that he he did do that, and he went about doing good. And people who had faith were the ones that received his blessings. He went to his hometown one time, and he didn't do very many miracles because the lack of faith in that town. Perhaps the reason why we're not getting more from God today is because we don't have the faith that we need in order to receive from him. When Jesus was up on the earth in flesh and blood, as well as being God, he is also perfect man, he healed the blind, he caused the lame to walk, He caused the deaf to hear. He cast out demons in people's lives. He So he went about doing good. And then the time came when he sent his disciples out. And he gave them authority and power from him to go and do likewise. And then farther down, he has sent his people out. And those are the ones who have accepted Jesus by faith. So we don't have to have all of our questions answered, but we do need to know that our faith is on something solid. And Jesus is solid. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus that was back there that I'm talking about is also the Jesus that's with us today because Jesus is unlike anyone else in history. He rose from the grave. After he was crucified, three days later he rose, and now he's seated on the right-hand side of God the Father, interceding for every one of us. So Jesus is much different than anyone else that we have ever known. Jesus walked on this earth and never committed sin. There was nothing that he did that was wrong in any sense of the word. Even when he went in and and chased the money changers out of the temple, he did it with the right motive and he did it for the glory of God. So Jesus never committed sin. None of us can say this. All the rest of us have committed sin. We were born in sin. And so I'm going to tell you today that the faith that I'm talking about can get you out of that sin that you're in. If you have never experienced the Lord Jesus in all of his power that I'm telling about, then you will 
be able to know how to do that before this meeting is over. But we we do have that wonderful Lord and Savior, and He is our example. He came to this earth to do His Father's will. He's called us to do our Father's will, which is the true and living God that not only lives in heaven, but He's everywhere, and He can be contacted. He can be, you can have a relationship with Him. You can know Him and all of His fullness and love to you. And the Lord showed me something this week, and, you know, I've been a Christian for a long time, but you never get to the place where you don't learn something new in this way with the Lord. But He showed me that He glorifies His people so His people can glorify Him. And He raises us up into heavenly places. He makes us new creatures in Christ. He enables us to do more than we could do in our own strength and power. This is the Lord that I'm talking about, but we have to accept this by faith. Some people said, say, you know, uh, uh, seeing is believing. But in the Christian life, believing is seeing. seeing. When we trust God, then we find that life that we're talking about. We, When we have faith in the true and living God and in the Savior, then we have that that I'm talking to you about today. Before that, you don't. You don't have what I'm talking about unless you take it by faith. And like I said, faith is not something that's blind. It's something that's based on fact. And Jesus, when he walked upon this earth, he showed it. He didn't just tell who he was and and what he wanted for us and these things. He, he was active in doing that to show us what he wanted. He talked to his disciples. He had 12 disciples, and he taught them the way by precept and example. And, you know, we say, well, I don't see God. Those disciples did. So they would, maybe they would be able to do better than we are because we don't see him like they did. But, you know, people have seen a lot of things, and they haven't had faith in it. After so many things that Jesus did that should have proven to anyone that he was really the Messiah that the Jewish people were looking for, they still didn't believe him, and they demanded that he be crucified. So just seeing these things will not necessarily bring us to the place where we will have that faith. The faith comes as a result of us believing that what God said he will do. And we're coming pretty close to a break here. And so we're going to take the break and we'll be looking for you on the other side of the break. I'm Howard Eugene Wright, your host for Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com. 
Now, more Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host, Howard Wright. Thank you for being a part of us, returning to our program. I trust that what I'm saying is going to be a help to you. We have very little real faith today. We have a lot that's called faith. But you know, James said, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Faith that I'm talking about is a working faith. It takes action. It's it's a faith that will enable you to act out the life that God has given you to to live. So you can have a faith that's an active faith, a faith that will take you to places that you would not go yourself. We all get in our zones that aren't too comfort sometimes. So we need to get out of our comfort zone. And the best way to get out of our comfort zone is to have faith in the one that we know is going to take us in the right direction. There's so many voices today that says, have faith in this, have faith in that, and it just doesn't work for you. But the faith that I'm talking about is a faith that will enable you to do the things that you know are right and the things that God wants you to do. A good example, a lot of examples, as a matter of fact, of faith is Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 is talking about the people who had faith and what they did back in Bible days in the Old Testament time. And we find so many people that God used in a marvelous way. For example, Abraham believed God. He didn't know where he was going, but he knew God was leading him, so he went that way, and Abraham became the father of faith. And the Bible tells us that without faith we cannot please God. That's in the same chapter. We have so many people in that 11th chapter of Hebrews that their faith worked. We need a working faith today. We need a faith that will make us bold in standing up for what we know is right. If you don't have this faith that will help you to stand and say, I believe this and I know it's true. And when we first start out as Christians, we don't have a lot to stand on except just what has happened to others or what is in the Bible that's promised. We stand on the promises of God. But as you walk with the Lord and you go through some hard places and and just everyday things that you have to do, then you can base that faith on what God has already done for you. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did for you yesterday, 
He can also do for you today, and he can do for you tomorrow. So this kind of faith that I'm talking about is a faith that works. It, and you know, the faith that we have determines the work that we do. If we believe that it's our job to go out and kill everyone that doesn't believe in God, then we'll go out and do that. If we believe that we need to love everyone, including our enemies, we'll go out and do that. Faith is so important that there's, you know, it just determines the direction we're going to take and what kind of work we're going to do. I talked to you in the past about making choices, and the faith determines the choice that you're going to make. Because you want something that's going to work for you tomorrow as well as today. The Lord tells us not to worry about tomorrow. We can't do anything with the past. It's already gone. So our faith is a faith that works today. It works for us every time. It may not work the way that we think it should, but faith will stay in there. If we're just thinking, well, I'm going to believe this, and we, I believe it's going to work such and such a way, and then we find out that it doesn't work that way, we can get really discouraged. But the Lord does great things for those who will be patient in their faith, that they believe God, God said it, I believe it, that's enough for me, that's the attitude we take. And so when we first come to the Lord, we just stand like that, and God blesses us. He does pour His Spirit out upon us, His Spirit of love and joy and peace. That fruit, that river of living water that I was telling, we were talking about, the program is based on that rivers of living water. And God pours that upon us. He helps us to do what we couldn't possibly do in our own strength. Because we have faith that God will take us in our weakest point and make us strong in that point. And he does that. Paul is a good example of that. Paul prayed to the Lord three times that he would take this infirmity from him. And the Lord said, I'm not going to take that from you, but my strength is made perfect in weakness. So we can believe God that he takes a personal interest in every one of us. He takes a personal interest in everything we are and everything we are going to be. And he can raise us up in the most difficult times. The Bible tells us that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. There's something about this faith that will take you through things that it may be a hard time for you. It might be weeping now. It may appear to be dark and getting darker by the moment. But faith can take you out of that 
hole that you're in, so to speak, and lift you up into the light of God's love and grace. And so that's the faith that we are talking about today, is the faith that can lift you out of of that difficulty. But it's also a faith that can help you in just regular, everyday things. You can have faith in the Lord and and those just things you have to do every day. You can do it, regardless of how difficult it may seem and how much you're out of your comfort zone. And and uh, you can still have that faith. And that faith will ter- take you through. It will help you to get through the most difficult things in your life. That is what I want to get across to you today. But how do we enter in to what I'm talking about? People have believed and it hasn't happened. Why hasn't it? James has the answer for that. He says, you ask and you receive not. You seek it and you don't find it. He says, why is that? It's because we want to consume it on our own interest, on our own lust. God will not give us things just for us to consume it on our own lust. But if we will be thinking about bringing honor and glory to God and helping the people around us, and that's the kind of things that we want is what is going to help us to do that, then we can have faith in that. There's some things, because we know who God is from his word, and when you've accepted Jesus as your Savior through your experience, there are things that we know that God just won't do. There's no need to ask about it because of God's character, because of his purpose for our lives. He will not do it, regardless of how much we pray for it. So we, when we pray and when we have the faith, we have to submit to God, to God's will, to his ways, and wait upon the Lord. The Bible tells us that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary, and they'll walk and not faint. So our faith is tested. It's tested in this way, that we know that what God is true, it's true, you know. We know that that what he says he means, and what he means he says. And yet, sometimes we find it's just not working for us. In those times we realize it's not God, It's something else because the Lord said it's his good pleasure to even give us the kingdom. God is a gracious God. He's a wonderful God. He wants to do things for us. He delights in blessing his people and lifting them up and encouraging them and these things. So we we know that that's the faith that we're talking about is a faith that You can stand on, you can wait upon the Lord, let him renew your strength, 
having faith in the Lord at the start, we have to believe that God will do what he says he will do. And the biggest thing in our faith is to enter into a right relationship with the Lord. And we're going to talk about this on the other side of our break, about what is the connection between our right relationship with God and how God can change our lives. So we'll talk about this after the break. We're upon our break again. And uh, thanks for staying with us. And I'm your host, Howard Eugene Wright. And you're at Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Thank you for being with us again. I trust that you know that there is a way that you can have a better life by the faith that you have in the Lord Jesus Christ. As I told you, Jesus is the center of our faith. It's not some thing out there that we've never heard of or never known. And one thing about this, you can see it in action in the people who have found the Lord or the Lord has found them, whichever way you want to look at it, because God is going around seeking whom he may bring out of a life of misery and a life of of uh, not knowing God. But you can know God through the Lord Jesus Christ. You can know him in a personal way. How about that? The God of the universe, the God that created everything, the God that loved you so much he sent his Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The God that saw you in a very deplorable condition that you couldn't help yourself with, that there was the more you tried, the deeper you dug yourself into, and you got discouraged, and and a lot of people today are saying, I'm not going to think about it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. I've tried it so many times, and I've failed so many times. I, I'm just not even going to worry about it. And uh, people like that. But if we try in the wrong way, we try for the wrong places and in the wrong places, then naturally it's not going to work. But if we'll take the simple faith, the simple step of faith, believe that what God has set up for us, he's willing to do and he will do if we will just trust him. Faith does trust. The Lord tells us that he will keep us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on him, when we're trusting in him. So what do we do? 
I have told you in other of our presentations, but I want to do it again. The first thing we have to realize is that we need help, that we can't do this by ourselves. We need to surrender our lives to the Lord because of that. We're not going to do it if we think God is some kind of a being out there somewhere just getting ready to beat us over the head for everything that we do wrong. God's not that way. If he was that way, most of us would have been long gone. We would have already faced judgment. So we got to realize that God loves us, that he does have a great plan for our life. We realize that we have disgraced God in, in many ways, and we're willing to turn away from those things because we believe God said if we will do that, he said, he that, pros- he that covers his sin shall not prosper, but whoso forsakes them, confesses and forsakes them, will find mercy. We need God's mercy. We need his love. And the way we do that is accepting Jesus as our personal Savior. But before we'll do that, we've got to realize that we need him. Maybe we've tried every other way that we can think of, and none of it has worked, and we might just be willing to throw up our hands and quit. But I want you to think about what I'm talking to you about today and try again. Try one more time. Try it the way that I'm telling you, and you will experience the same thing that I am experiencing because God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't have just a handful of people that he's he's uh, interested in. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So he is interested in you right now. So if you realize that you need help from him, then you can accept the Lord as the answer for that sin that's in your life, for those burdens that you have. It all fits into one particular thing. And you can believe that God will answer your prayer. So all you have to do is say, Lord, I believe that you did send your son to die for me. I accept your offer of love and grace. I accept you as my Savior. I'm trusting you to save me from my sins and to help me to live the life that you want me to live. If you will pray that prayer and really believe it with all of your heart, really take it with the faith that I'm talking about, you'll find something happen to you. The burden will be lifted. You'll find a peace that you haven't had before. So God does come to us and and he does want us to be saved from our sins. But if we only stop there, we're going to have less than what God wants us to have. We we all know that we're sinners. It doesn't take long to figure that out. We might call it something else, but we know that we're less than what we really should be and less than what we want to be. But 
if all we do is go to being saved from our sin, we're still not all the way where God wants us to be. Because he also wants to take care of the thing that causes us to sin in the first place. He wants to take care of that sin nature. He wants to take that sin nature out of you. He wants to deliver you from that nature, from just like a duck running to water or a pig running to the wallowing trough. That's the way our nature does. It is naturally against God, and that's the reason why we have so much difficulty. So if we only get saved, and that is wonderful, that is gracious, we become new creatures in Christ where our old life is changed, we're, we're made a brand new person, it's not just turning over a new leaf, and we're, give, we're given eternal life, and, and we're adopted into God's family. I'm not minimizing what God has done when he saves us from our sins. But I'm telling you that God also is more than able to save you from the sin that caused you to sin, that sin nature, that principle of sin in you. He's also able to take care of that. And that is wonderful to know. And when he does that, the Holy Spirit comes into our lives and he abides with us. The old nature is destroyed. The Bible verse for it is in Romans 6, 6. The old man is crucified that the body of sin might be destroyed, that we henceforth not serve sin. We don't serve sin. And we're not the servant of sin. We don't have to be a slave to sin. We don't have to be a slave to that sin nature. A lot of people go to the seventh chapter of, of Romans and they get tied up into that. They think that every Christian has to fight that old carnal nature and, and they think it's tied into our physical bodies and things like that, but it isn't. The sin nature is just that. It's a nature. It's a spirit that's within us. It's against God and won't be subject to God. But you can have that removed as well, and it's also by faith. It's when we're willing to turn everything over to God, when we're willing to say, my time, my talent, my treasures, everything that I am, everything I expect to be, when we're willing to turn that life over that God gave us when he saved us from our sins, and we say, not my will, but your will be done, Lord, and ask him to come in and deliver you from that nature that caused you to sin in the first place, God will hear you, and that is by faith also. There isn't anything that we can do of ourselves. If we could, Jesus wouldn't have had to die. God wouldn't have had to worry about us. We could some way figure it out our own, but all of this is by faith. It's accepting God for who he is and what he is and believing that what he says he will do. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. He also came uh, 
John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And that sin of the world is the, wor- the sin that's common to all of us. Regardless of what society we're in or what class we're in, whether what side of the track we're on or whatever, that's common to all of us. And God can take that out as well. So by faith, we can do this. And then once we have come to that level where God has taken out the sin nature and the Holy Spirit has come to fill our lives, then that's a new level that very few people have gotten to. But God has this for everyone. It enables us to live a holy life, shun the wrong, and do what is right at all times because we have that inner brace of God's Holy Spirit living in us, helping us to will and do of his good pleasure. Now, also, faith is active in our everyday life. We don't just have faith a couple times, one to be delivered from our sins and one delivered from the old carnal nature, and then we can kind of uh, live easy, draw a deep breath and just go on. No, faith is something we use every day. Once we have gotten over the hurdles that has so enslaved us, then we can go to this level as well. We're upon our next break. I'm Howard Eugene Wright, your host of Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com. Let's get back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. This is getting more exciting as we go along, isn't it? When we realize the great things that God has for us, and all we have to do is, is to receive these things through faith in the Lord. The Bible tells us, and Jesus is the one that said this, will there be faith on the earth when I come back? And a lot of stuff that we call faith doesn't turn out to be much faith because it doesn't do much for us. If we have faith in anything else rather than in God, it's going to fail sooner or later because it can only go so far. If we have faith in people, that can only go so far. If we have faith in our own abilities, that can only go so far. But where we leave off is where God just begins. Where we have come to the end of our way, that is a good place to be because we can then step over into the way of the Lord and God will pick us up and he'll carry us along, not just for uh, long enough to get us to have an experience with him, but he wants to walk with us, he wants to talk with us, he wants to encourage us, he wants to bless us, he wants to help us through 
the burdens of life. He wants to help us in our good times as well as our bad times. He just wants to be with us all the time. He wants to abide with us. He wants to stay with us. And this is the kind of life that happens when we're willing to go God's way and quit trying to trust everything that people tell us. And even me, I want you to check this out. This is not something that I've dreamed up. But whoever comes to you and tells you something, check it out. Make sure that it is from the Lord. Because there's so many false things today that would come to you and say, this is it and that's it and follow this and you'll be happy and joyful. And you follow it and you come to a dead end and it's not happy and joyful. And and so... Check out what is being told you. Check it out in God's Word. Talk to some Christian people who have loved God for a long time. Uh, There's so many ways that you can check it out. And the best way you can check it out is just try it. Try it. You'll like it. It was one commercial. And that's the best way to find out. Try it and see if it works. Maybe you've tried so many other things and and you come to the conclusion that it's just not worth it, maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. You've been looking at the wrong faces. You've been trying to get it in the wrong way. But it's so simple. It's so easy that a lot of people go by it. They think a problem this complicated must take a... a, really complicated answer. But a lot of problems that are really complicated can take an easy answer. This is really not as easy as I'm telling you that it is because there will be a lot of opposition that will try to keep you from doing what I'm telling you today. In fact, there are forces out there that are trying to turn people away from what I'm talking about. But this is a simple thing that you can do, that that you can find out for yourself. And this doesn't have any bad side effects. When you let Jesus come into your life and let him be your friend, your savior, your helper in time of need, your uh, everything, really, he'll do that. Now, no one else can do that for you. No one else can be that for you. But in Christ Jesus, through the Lord Jesus, and having that relationship that I'm telling you about, you'll be amazed what happens in a short period of time. The other thing is, when you come to God this way, he just might have something for you to do. I was called into the ministry in 1957 and had pastored for a number of years. And really, I retired in one sense, but in another sense, as you can see, I haven't really retired. God gives us something to do when we're equipped 
like I'm telling you about, he just might tell you to do something with your life. He might give you a life, something to do. Depends on what your age is. If you're a younger person, then you're starting out in your life, and it's amazing what he might have you do. But even older people, if you can't do anything else, you can pray, you can bring others before the Lord and pray for their different problems they have. And a lot of that in the Christian life is praying for one another and praying for others and not just praying for Christians, but praying even for our enemies and loving our enemies. And we do have enemies, but we don't consider them that way. This this is um, coming pretty close to the end of our program, I noticed, but I want you to know that I appreciate you uh, ordering the books. These books will be a great help to you that have been announced to you over the program here that you can go to my website at www.deceitfulmasters.com and you can buy these books through there or you can go to amazon.com and get the books there and there are other places that you can get them from and so I I appreciate the, that you are buying them and I trust that they will be a blessing to you on a program like this I can't say a lot that is written in the books I might tell you that these books are based upon the Bible, that a lot of what you see in there is quotations from the Bible. They're not like any other book that you can think of. I've never seen one on the market like what the books are that I've got. And I'm, I'm writing other ones. I'll have other ones that will come along as well that will help in different things. But I just want to, um, I don't do this very often, but I do want to encourage you to go out and, and get those because they will be a great blessing to you. They'll help you to see things that you probably haven't seen before that will clear up a lot of questions for you, a lot of doubts and things like that. It's So go ahead and, and check them out. And if you don't like them, you can always send them back, but I think you'll like them. I think you'll like what's in there. So we've we've come to the end of our program. And so thank you for joining us and for uh, being a part of our program today. And I want you to think about calling in, too. We didn't have any call-in time today, but I want you to think about calling in. And uh, this month we're going to have a series of things that we'll talk about. But uh, I'm closing at this time, and, and I'm your host, Howard Eugene Wright, at Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. <laughs>